0: Episode four, Alpha Coach Podcast. Um, it's been a couple weeks, guys. Uh, I got the flu two weeks ago, and I'm just feeling 100% this week. Uh, finally. Usually, when I get the flu, it lasts about two or three days. I'm back to back to hitting it hard, but man, about two weeks this year took me about two weeks to kind of get back to get back to 100 percent. It is March the 5th, Wednesday. Like I said, it's been a couple weeks. I'm going to keep this, I'm going to try to keep this one short. A couple things happened in those two weeks, um, and they both involved uh, my two older kids. Uh, My 11-year-old is a a swimmer, swims off and on all year, um, and dances, but uh, one thing that happened is the day before I I uh, got the dreaded flu, I took her to swim practice at our local YMCA, and uh, since it's been cold here in the Midwest, um, I don't have any heat in my home gym. It's in a little offshoot, little rundown house um, in our backyard, so i Kind of been going back and forth between doing my training there and then when I can go into the Y and doing it there if it's way too cold and it's been it's been frigid, but anyway, so took her to swim, uh, you know start lifting, doing my thing, and there's a big um, kind of locked um, double door that's all glass so I can kind of I can see the whole pool there but um you know lifting weights and then I look out and she's sitting in the bleachers kind of holding her head and I can tell she's uncomfortable she's kind of got a grimace on her face she's kind of rubbing her temples so I you know I I deduce from that she probably has a headache and I kind of I sat there and watched her for a couple minutes and kind of big went back to what I was doing. About five minutes later, I looked out. She's still kind of on the bench, and then I still watched her for about a minute, and then she puts on her swim cap, kind of takes a deep, deep breath, and jumps back in the pool. And they still had probably an hour, uh, an hour left of swim practice. And if anybody out there who is a swimmer knows, swim practice is hard. Uh, I know her practices are about an hour and a half. Hi, baby. I got my one-year-old run around here. Um, but swimmers know, you know, hour and a half, hard, hard, hard work. Hard work. So she had an hour left, and she finished it. And um, Anyway, we got in the car, and I asked her kind of what happened. She goes, well, they started doing some warm-up laps and started getting a headache you know, headache increased, increased, and she was I like, kinda of just pushed through it but then it got to the point where I about couldn't take it and coach noticed and made me sit out and she was I sat out for about ten minutes at, and it went away a little bit but but uh she was got back in there and finished. I go I go, why'd you get back in and finish? She goes, Well, she was I knew if I didn't you and mom will probably have a talk with me when I got home. Well I guess that's true. Um, but my point coming with her uh, is this: you know, I had two choices in that situation. Either a, I could have gone in there, you know, kind of consoled her, pat her back, tell her it's okay. We even could have, we even could have left practice early, gotten her home, let her relax, and do all that stuff, or. And this thought crossed my mind when I was watching her is, or, you know, let her let her make her own decision and see what happens. See if she either, A, finishes a practice or if she just sits out, makes a decision by herself to sit out. And she slapped her he, he, swim cap back on and pushed through. And um, I was proud of her for that. So, Again, you know, my point with that being is, you know, I could have let her make her own decision or I could have, you know, gone the easy route, taking her home early. And I always err on, um, the side of letting my kids make their own decisions and, you know, pushing through some uncomfortable situations, um, so with her, I knew, you know, two decisions, and I let her let her do it. And, she, and in my mind, she picked the right decision, worked through some adversity and all that. And I knew, you know, if I did let her go home, in my mind, I'm teaching her that it's okay to, you know, when you are faced with a problem, something uncomfortable, you know, a little bit of adversity. If I were to take her home early, what am I teaching her? Well, in my mind I'm teaching her that it's okay to to quit to to shy away from adversity, to you know, not push forward when there's a problem, not not kind of bite down on your bite down on your lip and get it done. So, you know, I talked to her afterwards. I said, "I'm pr- I'm proud of you. You know, you got through it, you know." And I kind of, you know, did the dad thing and said, you know, when you grow up, that's the way you got to handle things, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and, uh, and, you know, got home, she ate some dinner, felt better, and, you know, we're, we're good to go. So very proud of her in that moment. Um, and again, you know, I'm, I tend to be a little bit hard on my kids when it comes to that stuff. Uh and I think it's because I read this a while ago I can't remember where I read it but you know your parenting style sometimes can be the exact opposite parenting style of what you grew up with um my mom and dad were awesome they provided me with every single opportunity imaginable when it came to sports school education any Anything, anything and everything I was provided for. Um, You know, they paid for my undergrad. They paid for all my, you know, expensive baseball camps growing up. You know, you name it. Um, But the biggest thing was if I ever had a problem, they took care of it. No questions asked. Um, You know, so I was pretty much, I wouldn't say coddled, but, you know, I didn't have any worry in the world that, If something would come up, you know, my parents would take care of it. Um, So I've noticed with me, almost subconsciously, if a problem comes up with my two older kids, I always kind of keep my mouth shut and let them kind of figure it out by themselves. Um, You know, with most things. Whether it be, you know, sports, you know, social interactions, that kind of thing. You know, don't don't take away, you know, I take care of them with anything else they you know need but when it comes to little stuff i let them figure it out uh so that's my daughter my son my 10 year old um we had regional wrestling tournament on saturday um they take the top four to state so we need to get top four um he's made state the last two years but it's kind of been a little bit of a walk for him um just a little bit of background with him he plays three sports year round um, he plays league and travel football which he loves loves football it's his favorite um, and then he uh, we go from football to wrestling and then from wrestling right into uh baseball um now what I've noticed especially this year since it's this is his fourth year of wrestling is we're at the point now where um There's a big leap in skill when it comes to kids like him who play multiple sports year-round against kids that primarily just wrestle on and off year-round. This year, we've ran to about four different kids um, that wrestle year-round, and my son usually struggles with them. Anybody else... Anybody else you ain't got no problem, but we go up against kids that are, that are way more skilled technique-wise. We usually struggle a little bit, But and if you guys listen to my last podcast, you know my opinion when it comes to specialization at an early age, but anyway, so I look at the bracket, and sure enough, there's four kids that on paper should go to state just due to the fact that they wrestle year-round. Um, they're all from private clubs, um, and all f- except for one, all four of them we would wrestled before, and we've gotten beat by them before earlier this year. So, um, so I'm a nervous wreck going into it. My son's—he's pretty good at controlling his nerves, staying focused. So we get there, and first, Kitty Face uh we haven't wrestled before, but I've seen him wrestle um in tournaments um earlier this year Didn't think he'd have much of a problem lo and behold he's down four to zip in the last uh period and ends up paying the kid in the in the third period to win so good to go second round faces a one of those very skillful um Elite level wrestlers. My son gets pinned. So, then we go to a bubble match. Bubble match means if he wins that match, he's automatically wrestling for third, we're automatically in state. Loses, we're wrestling for fifth, we're automatically out. And it's a kid, again, very skillful wrestler. Um, Wrestles year-round. We had lost to him at a pretty tight match about three weeks ago, so I'm a ner- again I'm a nervous wreck. I'm pacing back and forth, um, and the only thing I tell him before the match is just be aggressive right out the gate. You know, you gotta go, you gotta go take the win. He's not gonna give it to you. And long story short, he beat the kid five to two. Boom, we're going to state. So. And then, anyway, end up wrestling for third. Again, wrestled a very, very, very skillful wrestler and uh, and got pinned. But uh, when it comes to my son, again, kind of the same, same thing. I, you know, I didn't get in his ear. I wasn't yelling and screaming at him before the match. You know, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this, you got to do that. First of all, I'm not a really – I never wrestled before anyway, so – With me being a strength and conditioning guy, knowing kind of how the body works, physical therapist, I kind of know enough to be a little bit dangerous. But I just told him, be aggressive, you know, don't play defensive, and that's it. Go get him. So, um, again, my only point with that, kind of going back to my daughter, is I kind of let him – you know, kind of let him hang back and kinda let him do his own thing um, and sure enough, he went out was aggressive and won the match in the second period and third period um got into some tight situations and had to kind of fight for it, but came out on top we're going to state're going to state this weekend um so to kind of finish up my thoughts here uh you know, you know when it comes to your kids and playing sports, you know, being athletes and all that stuff. Uh, I think it's vitally, vitally important um, to their development, you know, physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, um, to have them compete. And be involved in some type of sport or some type of competition. I think it's vitally important. A, gets them off the screens. B, gets them moving, gets them active. And when it comes to, like, physical sports, teaches them how to move, teaches them how to be coordinated, Um, you know, all that good stuff. And really, that's why I think I like wrestling and, you know, I thought about this swim swimming too why I like those two sports so much, especially when it comes to wrestling, it puts them in some uncomfortable situations. They got to go, they got to deal with some pain. They got to deal with some discomfort. They got to deal with some, you know, times of high, high, high adversity. And it's in those times, as everyone knows, where you kind of problem solve, figure stuff out, grow as an individual um, kind of figure things out of kind of what you're made of, um, and again, you know, with those, with anything sport related, you know, it teaches them how to handle failure too. And not always going to win. Um, you know, you got to be able to handle it and move forward, especially when it comes to wrestling, uh, and and swim. There's no. There's no participation trophies with that kind of stuff. Either you put forth the work and you win or or you don't. Um and I love that, especially nowadays. Uh what else? Eh, that's about it. So, couple stories for you. Again, my takeaway point here is And again, this is just my opinion, but when it comes to not only, you know, when it comes to just sports and your kids playing sports, but just in general, my thought process is you gotta let them problem solve all by themselves. You gotta put them through some adversity. You gotta put them in some uncomfortable positions. Um, And even you gotta kind of have them kind of go through some discomfort and pain. Because. Everyone knows you get out in the real world with a real job and real bills and you know, in my case, a mountain of student loan debt. And, you know, in the especially in the health healthcare field dealing with, you know, 14 different personalities a day, you know, the the stress of kind of meeting numbers, you know, whatever whatever that means for you. Um, gotta be able to handle that stuff. Got to be able to handle stress, discomfort, pain. Because if you don't, you ain't going to win. You ain't going to be successful. So I'm all about setting my kids up to be as independent and strong-willed, strong mentally, strong physically, strong spiritually as I can. That way they're rocking and rolling when they grow up. And I think that's kind of what we're all shooting for being parents uh that's it for this week take with it as you will um again my 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 thought process was one a week that kind of got sidetracked with me being sick but we're back on it um we got state this weekend that'll be fun and um i'll see you guys next week